been on my own for a minute Is it only me out here? No one seems to think that I fit in But I don't wanna be like them No, cause I don't wanna be like them Cause I know that I, know that I I had a dream that someday I would just fly, fly away Oh Warm welcome to One Sky. You're watching the Airplane Productions, but Airplane Productions is only half the story. For more great exclusive content, be sure to also subscribe to Aviation Flyer linked in the description below for more great plane spotting, vlogs, and more. Be sure to follow Aviation Flyer 350 on Instagram, also linked in the description below as well for more great photos. Do also follow the new One Sky Network Spotify channel for some great audio tidbits about aviation. One of the rare few aviation Spotify channels. Hey there and welcome to the first ever One Sky Randomly Aviation video. What's this about? Basically, I will lay down a number of topics in the community post and would like to hear your opinions on these topics to be featured in a One Sky Network podcast series. One video would feature around 2-3 to three topics, so yeah, it will be interesting to hear not just my perspective, but also your opinion. You can simply send me the voiceover via email. No video clips are required. More details, including the email address, are in a community post linked in the description or comments below. Also, if you are wondering, the One Sky Network is now starring on the new Airplane Productions podcast station on Spotify. A link is in the description below, so do check this exciting new Spotify channel out. Now let's begin with a quick but interesting clip about a Fire Engine 747SP from the Avid Aviator. Do stay tuned to his channel for plenty more great aviation content from flight sims, flight games, and some comparisons, including one which we are working on together. He does have a really cool channel, so do check it out. Did you know that there is a Boeing 747 that carries a fifth engine on a separate little wing sticking out right behind the cockpit? Pratt & Whitney were founded back in 1925 by a former manager at Wright Aeronautical. Yes, the same Wright brothers invented the first powered flight airplane. He decided to start a company of his own, Pratt & Whitney. Pratt & Whitney have produced many successful engines in the past, with the military and for civil aviation. But more recently, Pratt & Whitney have used a very unique testbed aircraft to test their new engines. It is a modified 747SP that has a fifth engine mounted onto the fuselage right on the second deck. There is a little extended wing that mounts an extra engine that Pratt & Whitney can test. I'll let you see this oddity for yourself.
As you can see, Pratt & Whitney have a very odd-looking testbed aircraft. Other engine manufacturers that have similar testbed aircraft are primarily based on the 747. Some engines that were tested on this aircraft were the engines for the A220, the A320neo, the Embraer E2 family, the Irkut MC21, and the Mitsubishi Space Jet. The purpose for their aircraft is to go through the lengthy engine certification and development process, with four other engines to rely on. There shouldn't be a problem if the test engine needs to be shut down or stopped. Inside the aircraft, there is a crew of engineers and technicians that take data from the tested aircraft and use it to help the certification process and design. The whole interior has been stripped, and computers and data collectors with engineers to monitor is the new interior. Flight time can vary, but flights can last as long as 8 hours. Pratt & Whitney has used in the past older 747s to have one of the four engines removed or a fifth engine placed next to the engine closest to the fuselage. But having it as a fifth engine can offer some advantages. Shutting the engine off if needed without having to share the job with us free engines is definitely a plus. It seems to offer more flexibility for the testing process. It does really seem like an odd configuration, but they must have their adequate reasoning for such an odd setup. Pratt & Whitney have produced some of the best, smaller fuel-efficient engines for smaller, regional, and narrow-body aircraft. Some highlights are the A220's engine, the 1500G, and the A321neo's engine, the 1100G. This is a really interesting modification of the 747. Definitely up there with some of the weirdest 747 modifications ever made. Yeah, the 747 will hopefully find a new home with airlines as a potential test bid. The fire-engined 747SP is certainly a rare but stunning bird and would be any airplane spotter's dream. The PW1500G is a good engine, which while might have had some reliability issues at the start, is now mostly a reliable engine, delivering around 16% lower fuel burn than previous generation engines. Alright, let's begin with Pilot Sam 4 Check out his channel for some really interesting spaceflight vids, which I'll also be collaborating with to create some space videos on his channel. So yeah, for everything that lies beyond the clear skies, do check his channel out. It's me, Sam, from the channel Pilot Sam 4 um, I just want to quickly thank Airplanes Production for giving me this opportunity to be in this podcast. Now, in um, my short section, I want to talk about um, what really made the A380 failed because 
I really uh, like the A380 and I know there are many people out there who also like the A380. Now we've got operators like Etihad, Emirates, British Airways that all operate the A380 and there are many more around the world. But it's not really working well for airlines um, because we could see that Air France has already retired uh, the A380s and Emirates has slowly started to retire them and they're fairly new the A380s so it's kind of shocking how this big masterpiece is being retired um, so I quickly want to go over what's causing the retirement now we all know this pandemic has hit us really hard and that's one of the main reasons why it's been retired uh, because of all the low demand um, that um, the A380 cannot support as there is clearly not enough demand to fill up an A380 to make profit. So that's one of the reasons why uh, many A380s are right now grounded and many are also being retired. And the second reason is it's either way too hard to fill up an A380. Um, a 747 was pretty much the limit. Um, if you want any bigger of a seating capacity than the 747, you would have um, had a super low chance of getting the aircraft filled up because the 747 already had a high seating capacity as well. But the A380 just had such a high one that airlines didn't manage to fill all the seats up, which either made them lose money on certain flights or maybe make barely any profit from it and especially Air France but then the question comes how can Emirates operate over 100 A380s and make money and the reason is is their location Dubai is like the center hub um, for instance if you're going from Europe to Asia you're there's a big chance you'll have a stopover in Dubai and there's a higher chance of you flying on an Emirates A380 and sometimes a 777. So Emirates gets more passengers um, because of their location, especially when you also go into like Australia um, from Europe or America. And this, but then, you know, there still is a lot of empty seats. So here's the second trick Emirates kind of had, um, which is at all operating so many because then you can afford to make lower prices which then meant more people would fly which meant you just make more money so that's how emirates can clearly afford to operate so many a380s but airlines such as british airways air france and qantas are struggling to operate the a380 because they're not in such a great hub and they don't really get enough passengers and good demand on the routes they fly the A380 to make it sustainable. So, yeah, thank you, Airplanes Production, for giving me this op uh, short opportunity um, to be in your podcast. And, yes, uh, see you. Yeah, thanks, Pilot Sam. That was a really great one. Really appreciate you coming onto this channel. 
Just perhaps to add on, the A380 really relied on the hub and spoke model. But unfortunately for the industry, while the hub and spoke model is here to stay and VLAs will be needed, the market, in my opinion, is at least a stagnant one. The real growth is the smaller, long range aircraft flying into smaller airports, more of the point to point model, where aircraft fly straight into secondary or maybe even tertiary cities. Right now, we are even seeing a hybrid between the hub and spoke and point-to-point -point, with the traditional hub airlines starting to operate into smaller airports from their major hubs, connecting, say, Ireland with Dubai, secondary or tertiary city in terms of the passenger demand to a large hub like Dubai before the passengers can then transit on to, say, Perth, considered a pretty large city. That's why even the traditional hub airlines are now placing orders for smaller aircraft, especially the 787-9 and 8350-900, because these are more suited to low-demand routes and are easier to fill plus being more flexible. In my view at least, the passenger traffic in the aviation industry is indeed doubling as Airbus claims, but the growth isn't on the hub-to-hub -hub routes but more to on the point-to-point -point route, the longer-range medium-sized whitebodies which for now are more suited to meet the demand of point-to-point -point are more in hot demand. Perhaps one day demand on even these point-to-point -point routes could grow and quadruple the size of needing A380s, but at least for now, even the Airbus CEO has stated, quote, One of the reasons why we had end of production is the incredible success of the new large twins uh, in terms of fuel efficiency, in terms of range, in terms of cost efficiency, in terms of carbon footprint compared to uh, the previous very large uh, four-engine planes. And I don't see in the short term, mid-term, any reason to consider there is a room again for very large aircraft. Now, things can change over time, but as far as I can see today, I think the future is with the success of the large twins and especially the 350 and the 350-1000 when it's about carrying a large number of people on long distances but more point to point. Yeah, exactly. The 8380 for now will be remembered like the Concorde, an engineering marvel which faded away due to poor economics at least for its time. Now onto some really exciting aerofly footage from Yep MGS Aviation. Personally, I do not play Aerofly, so I found it interesting to see how the simulator looked like. Do check out MGS Aviation channel for some really exciting and cool flight simulator videos. Thanks all for tuning in to this One Sky podcast. And if you would like to also contribute but also not so sure on the details, please do check out the community post which I've linked in the description and the comments below. Do also be sure to check out the new Aviation Flyer 350 Instagram page, the new official Instagram page of Airplane Productions. 
And of course, do catch this podcast on Spotify as well and follow the new One Sky Network Spotify channel. Till we meet next time, one team, one aviation, one sky ahead.